Welcome back, podcast friends, to I Am Healthy and Fit. I Am Healthy and Fit is the affirmation that begins changing your health and fitness from the inside out. I'm Steve Jordan, your health and fitness coach. Welcome back, everybody, to the I Am Healthy and Fit podcast. If this is your first time visiting, thanks for checking it out. And I hope you continue to listen and review. Your reviews do matter. And if you're coming back again, thanks so much for the continued support. And if you still haven't rated the podcast, please do, especially today's episode, since I am opening up and being a little vulnerable. I'm going to be talking today about a feeling, a place of, I don't know, just uncertainty that I'm in. Uh, Am I having a midlife crisis? Just turned 44 last month on February 3rd, and for the past couple of weeks, I've just been feeling really down. Have you ever felt that way before? You just don't know where it's coming from. You don't know what's causing it. You look into your life and you see, yeah, maybe there are certain things that could be better. There are certain things that might be expanded on or you might not be growing as quickly as you want to. You may not be in the place that you want to be. And I think that's really kind of where it all is stemming from, for me at least. And I'm kind of hard on myself, uh, but, you know, that's what's got me to where I am today in my career and in my life personally. Um, I am hard on myself. I am sometimes my worst critic. However, this is a little different. I don't, I don't think it's about being too critical on myself. I think it's really about where am I? What am I doing? Where do I want to be? How do I want to grow? And where do I do it all? You know, midlife crisis is transition transition time uh, for people when they hit their middle ages. They say it's between the ages of 45 and 64. Well, I don't think it's exactly that. Nothing is exact. Um, I know that several of my friends that I've talked to over the past few years feel like they're in a similar space of uncertainty, of stagnation. And, um, you know, it's all brought on by yourself. I mean, I know for myself, if I looked at my life and I magnified it and saw from the outside looking in, I'd say, wow, I am living an extraordinary life. I live in Los Angeles, California, one of the most beautiful places in the world with amazing opportunities and resources available to me right at the finger at my fingertips. I own my own business so I can call my shots, create my own hours, come and go as I please, as make as much as I want or make as little as I want. I am at the height of my career. I have extraordinary clients, some of the most influential people in the world. I own my own studio. That was always a dream. Everything in my studio is paid off. I have zero debt. I have other trainers that rent the space for me. So I make a little passive income there. When I go away, I have some trainers that'll cover me, make some passive income there. I have a beautiful, charming, intelligent wife that I love dearly. And we have an amazing life together. We just got a dog. Her name is Yama. 
She's a Bernadoodle. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's charismatic. She's a she's an attention seeker and grabber. She stops everybody when they walk by. Everybody stops and wants to pet her and just just see her and be in her presence. It's incredible to see the attraction that she draws to people. And, you know, we can say that, yeah, it's about the dog, but I think it's also a reflection of who we are. You know, um, Yuki and I, as a couple, as individuals, we shed light on areas where, you know, maybe others can't or don't shed light on. My life is extraordinary and I am grateful for it all. But at the same time, I'm also feeling really low and down and depressed right now, a little hopelessness, feeling like I haven't achieved enough in my life at my age. You know, I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like I need more. And I thought about this when I was setting up for this and how I was going to go about doing it and sort of setting the the parameters and how and where I wanted to talk and how vulnerable I wanted to be. I was thinking about, you know, have I achieved everything in my life that I've wanted to? I know there is one thing that's been looming that I know is just grabbing at my ego. It's grabbing at my soul. It's grabbing at my being. And that is writing and publishing a book. I've written a book. I have it. It's over 160 pages that has been tweaked time and time again. And the last time that I sent it to my agent a couple months ago, he kiboshed it. And rightfully so. I'm sure it, it doesn't have content that is in flow or in sequence, because I know that's how I tend to sometimes run my life, the, the flow and or sequence in my internal life or dialogue is sometimes off. And when I write, I know that that sometimes can be uh, expressed. And it might actually even be expressed on this podcast. Uh, who knows? Maybe just the way I'm talking now, I'm rambling on from one area to the next, almost without direction. But if you go to the core of what I write and what I talk about, the core is, the core is there. Maybe sometimes you have to look a little deeper for it. Maybe you have to look a little further forward or read on or listen on. But at the core of this, it's saying, I'm saying that I also have times of anguish and hurt and pain and suffering and stress and despair and uncertainty and hopelessness and depression. And this book, I think, is really a source of part of that. I don't know what to do about it. I know that it needs to be done. I know that I want to do it. I know that getting it done would be a big sense of accomplishment, an accomplishment to be able to share the wisdom, the knowledge that has transformed literally hundreds of, maybe even hundreds of thousands of people, you know, worldwide when I have touched them on, you know, different platforms and have been able to inspire. I just got an email yesterday from somebody random that I had done these videos online on YouTube maybe six, seven years ago. And the guy was just in 
expressing such gratitude for the programs and he was doing them and he's lost 30 pounds. And, you know, I haven't even touched those and I haven't even, I actually was almost questioning if they were still even up there. Um, but they are, and they are making an impact and they are helping somebody or many people for all I know. So my, my, I guess is what I want to say is I do matter. Sometimes I don't realize that I matter. And I know that this book would matter. I just have to find the clarity, the motivation, and the space in my day or days, weeks to get it done. I even thought about taking a quote-unquote mental health break from work, maybe for a couple weeks, almost as a staycation where I can focus on myself, focus on getting this book done and edited and redone. And I'm putting that out there now because I, I think I just might do that. And um, see what I can produce, see what I can get done in those two weeks. I know that other people do it in their companies and companies actually even promote it. If there is some sort of, you know, purpose that somebody needs to leave, you know, take a leave of absence for a little while, it's, it's given so one thing that's negative about being in business for yourself is when you take the time off, you don't get paid. It's not excusable. It just is what it is. And you hope that your clients will be okay with it. Um, so I need to think about that more. The other thing is where I'm living. You know, where I'm living is it's beautiful. I have everything at my fingertips. I walk to work takes me three minutes. It's like working from home. I live in a beautiful apartment, but I've been living here for 11 years. And with our new dog, I've been for the past months since we got her living through her eyes, her senses and through her being as to what is around us. And it is noisy. It is, it is very busy. There's lots of cars and traffic and noises that never really was aware of before, or if I was, I silenced them out. But now that I have her and I see her reaction to these noises and her, un, her, um, her, dis, her unease with it all, I realize that it is stressful and that does stress me out. I don't have a car. I got rid of my car two years ago, went from driving a Porsche to not driving anything. I have one car between my wife and I, and it's worked. It's one of the best decisions I've ever made. I've saved a lot more money, a lot less stress. But when I do drive and get into my car, there's so much traffic here in LA now, and it stinks. It really does. It's I've been here almost 18 years, and I can't tell you in the past five years, the traffic has just gotten worse and worse and worse. And it, it, it can take you 20 minutes to go two miles or three miles, and that's at any time of the day. So I think about that. Like, if I do move and I keep my studio, and if I just move two miles away where maybe I can afford a house that is $4,500 a month to rent a two-bedroom, one-and-a-half bath 
maybe 1,200 square feet. That's right, you heard me. $4,500 for a two bedroom, one and a half bath, 1,200 square feet. That's what prices go for here. It's absurd. And I'm afraid of doing that, taking that big leap of faith and, you know, financially, it's a lot of money per month to be spending on rent or something you don't own. And I don't want to buy because buying is something that's even bigger. I can't get into anything for under a million dollars anywhere where I want to live. And that's a lot of financial pressure that I don't want to necessarily put on myself. I think about getting in the car and driving and being stuck in traffic. If I have to go move even just two miles away, that's 20 minutes a day, two times a day at least, that I'll be sitting in traffic. Do I want to do that? These are some of the questions that I'm asking myself. And you might be saying, well, you got some problems. You know, it sounds like you're to, this is, this is first world problems. And, and yeah, you know what? They are. And I get it. And I excuse myself and I, I apologize if it is sounding like I'm being too spoiled and I'm not really being grateful but this, this, these are real my these are my questions these are this is my life and these are the questions that I am faced with you know daily right now that I need to come up with a solution do I want to stay in my studio I've been there for 11 years it's another question that I think about daily it looks the same the same equipment there's been a couple new additions so you know some new flooring but everything has pretty much stayed the same for the past 11 years. And it's feeling stagnant. It's feeling stale. But I own everything in there. And it's amazing equipment. And it still works. So do I want to sell it in the secondhand market? I'll barely get anything for it. Because gym equipment depreciates at about 25% each year. So if you do the math, 11 years, I might be able to get couple thousand dollars for something that cost me $14,000 when it was brand new. So, and then I'd have to buy new equipment, you know, just to kind of freshen it up and create a new energy or look or feel. And gym equipment is not cheap. I mean, I can drop easily another 50 to 50 to hundred grand for what? So that it feels fresh, feels fresh for me. And I have asked my clients if they, enjoy being in my space. And many of them have been there with me for six, seven, eight, nine years, and they don't mind it. It's really, it's about me. So how do I get over that? Do I maybe hire somebody, just put some paint on, some fresh paint, or change up something here or there? I don't, I don't see it. I can't see it. I don't know. I don't have the clarity right now to see past what I'm I'm in, I'm involved in right now. Ah, you know, it's, uh, these are questions. I think we all, you know, we, we all go through something like this, you know, if you're faced right now with a career that you're feeling stagnant or a job position where you're feeling like there's no more room for growth, but you're afraid to make the leap of faith because you have security of a paycheck, you have health insurance, you, you have somewhere to go every day. 
other people to talk to, other people to surround yourself around other than your family or your friends. I want you to know I get it. I get it. You know, I think about my gratitude journal. I stopped doing that. It's been a couple months since I've done it. And I'm going to do that again. As soon as I finish this recording, I'm going to write down what I've been doing for probably six, seven years. I don't do it consistently, but I do it more consistently than I do inconsistently. And it's write down five things that I'm grateful for in my business and in my personal life every day. And it's really cool to go back and look at those through the years and notice what at that moment in time, and I date them, when and what was I grateful for? So I'm going to do that after I get off of this recording and start that momentum again. Maybe that'll shift. Well, actually, I know it will shift because I've done this before. I just have to start getting back into gratitude because my life really doesn't suck. It really is fucking awesome. I just have a couple questions that need to be resolved and I need to find some solutions on the next chapters of my life and progressing myself and my family and my business and clients so that we can all feel like we're engaged in the moment, feeling like we're growing and contributing to a healthier and more fit life, self, and community. Thanks for listening. And I apologize again if this was just a rant and if it was something that doesn't resonate with you and if it is something that, I don't know, maybe you just weren't really expecting, but really is. Am I going through a midlife crisis? Is this something that I just right now I'm destined to go through? Is it timing of where I'm at in my life and age that I want more? Have you been through this? If you have, send me a message. Shoot me an email, steve at stevejordan.com. I'd love to hear about your story and what you did or are doing to overcome the questions maybe you're pondering. Are they similar to mine? Let's work on it together. You could also do it on Instagram, Steve Jordan Fitness, or my Facebook page, Steve Jordan Fitness. However, wherever you end up, just know that where you are is where you should be. And all we can do is just our best. If you can put your head down every night and know that you did your best, it's a good place to be. God bless you and thanks for listening. Until next time, stay healthy and fit. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed the podcast. And one more thing before you take off. Would you like to receive a short email from me one time a week on Fridays? Five to Thrive Fridays is a way for me to keep you expanding your health and fitness with five of the coolest things that I find interesting or ideas that I've been thinking about. Health and fitness books, trends, foods, recipes, supplements, anything to keep you feeling healthy and fit over the weekend and beyond. Visit stevejordan.com and click on the hashtag I am healthy and fit to leave your email address. And one more important note, 
If you found this podcast motivating, inspiring, or educational, please share with your family, your friends, coworkers, or anyone that you know who needs to improve their health or fitness. Take a screenshot of this podcast and share on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or any other social media platform. Taking the initiative to share not only helps the people you share it with, but it will help you because the law of giving to get. You see, when you give with generosity without expectation, you will receive more for doing so. And this holds true when you want to be healthy and fit, my friends. This is another exercise that I prescribe to all of my clients. And those that have taken it on have undoubtedly seen the most results. So please, take a few more minutes of your time and do it now. Thank you again for listening. I am healthy and fit.